And I was like, did you move mommy's paperwork? And he was like, yeah, I wanted to sit by you on the couch. So I made a big space for your big butt. (laughs) Welcome to Boozy Brunch. The one time we get to throw out the drinking at work rules here at 106.5 The Arch. Mm -hmm. We're recapping our week of shows, Monday through Friday, 5 to 9 every morning, 1065thearch.com as well. I still do follow the nothing without a lid in the studio though, so my drink is poured into a plastic water bottle with a lid on it. Yeah, nothing like a pink liquid filled water bottle. <laughs> Cheers! That, oh, that, that, that sounded terrible. <laughs> well, Mother's Day on Sunday. <laughs> a Mother's Day focused episode. Now, that first clip we heard was a story from you and your son. This is mm-hmm. all about a Mother's Day vent line. Today on the show, we said, listen, childhood Kids is are wonderful. Wonderful, but sometimes they can be little assholes. <laughs> sometimes you look at your kid and you're like, how did you turn out like that? So this was, I mean, this was supposed to be a, at the end of it, it is a heartwarming story, but even the best intentions uh, can have some barbs along the way. Can you uh, recap what, what, what happened with your little angel? Yes, I had a whole bunch of paperwork that I'd been, you know, files that I'd been saving for years, and I decided to reorganize them. Um, and so I had piles of files all over the living room and all over the couch. I'd been doing it for hours, and I got up to use the restroom, and when I came back out... All of the papers that were on the couch, probably 12 to 15 piles, separate piles of papers, were just pushed all together to the very end of the couch. Were you a CPA? No, but my dad kept such meticulous files that, like, I got the gene, but I wasn't as good at it as he was. You really did, because this, I mean, this is at least a few years later since that happened, and Mm -hmm. you... Every other thing you say you have to do has to do with paperwork. Yeah. I gotta go home. I gotta organize my paperwork. You said that last. How many As more so papers much. could you have gotten in the last seven days? I know. I wish I didn't feel the need to have it. <laughs> I wish I could just burn it. So you spent all day organizing your papers. Right. And so I use the restroom. I come back out. All of the piles are pushed into one mess at the left end of the couch. And I was like, babe, did you move mommy's paperwork and he he's three years old okay and he's so cute and he looks up at me with his adorable little face and he's like yeah i wanted to sit by you so i made a big space for your big butt how thoughtful you of can't, him you can't get mad because your three-year-old wants to sit by you on the couch and he doesn't understand what he's doing but also you think i have a big butt what come the on hell? It's just because you're three and your eye level. Yeah, <laughs> it looks bigger when you're from there. Proportionally, son, <laughs> mommy is taller than you. That means I'm going to be bigger than you. I see that a lot secondhand. I have a two-year-old nephew, and he loves his parents. Mm-hmm. But that also turns into pain many times. The last time we were all together this past weekend, Amanda and I went out to South Carolina. We got like a condo on the beach. It was like early, early Mother's Day. My parents, my sister, her husband, their son. And Max was supposed to take a nap, and he loves Daddy so much, so Daddy was going to lay down with him, and he just wanted to hug Daddy. Daddy wasn't looking. He jumped into his arms and just head, Max headbutts him straight on the bridge of the nose. Oh, God, that hurts so much. You could hear the impact from the other room. No, 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 I can't even, I can't even. But I've always been very impressed with you because as a single mom, and how long did you live in that studio apartment with you and just... Your son. 11 years. 11 years in a Mm -hmm. studio. Does that mean like not a separate bedroom even? Well, it was, I don't know that it was a true studio because there was 
a bit of a partition between the living room and the kitchen and dining room area. So he did have his own room, but it was at the end of the kitchen. And did mommy have her own room? It was in the living room. And there was there were no doors. Mommy was in the living room. Yeah. Little one was at the end of the kitchen. Yeah. Right in the bread box until he overgrew it. <laughs> right. But I mean, it. I can't imagine. I'm Well, guess what? I'm not a mother. I, Amanda and I have been talking no. about the possibility of kids. And seeing our nephew Max, it makes us go back and forth a lot between, oh my God, it's so sweet. And oh my God, this is insane. It is insane. The stuff that they come up with, like you can try and prepare yourself to be a parent and you can be like, oh, we can talk about our parenting style and make sure we're on the same page. I'll just let him and express his emotions healthily and everything will be fine. That's what you think yeah. now with no kids <laughs> and sleep. Like good luck making decisions on zero sleep. I mean, even when I mean, in a studio, it seems in some ways it could be easier. But I know you even you even thought you lost him when there was nowhere for him to go. Again, yeah. everything happens when you when mom goes to the bathroom. And Seriously. I'm learning this from you from the piles it was of the papers. The only door in the whole studio apartment was to the bathroom. Hey, at least you had that one. But you thought right? he, you thought he had vanished. Yeah, it was crazy because um, I ran to the bathroom and I closed the door. For the only my- time, by the way, literally, I think people run to the bathroom is if you have a young child that will be left unattended. He was ten months old, so he was crawling around, and I was no joke in the bathroom for thirty seconds. Okay, 30 seconds. I come out and I can't find him anywhere and I'm calling his name and I live in a studio apartment. So it's not like there are a lot of places he can go. Roll your butt over here wherever you are. The front door was open. You know, I opened it because it was a beautiful day and the screen door was closed and I didn't think he could get out the screen door. He wasn't tall enough to reach the knob to open the screen door. Maybe he used his big butt he got from his mama. <laughs> so, you know, I'm I'm looking for him and I'm calling his name and I start to get really panicked because he, it's a studio apartment and I can't find him. I look under the bed. I look under the couch. I look in the kitchen. You know, I'm like, oh, God, I look in the refrigerator, like everything. <laughs> I laugh, but I, I mean, that's probably a good idea because if you had found him in the refrigerator later. Right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Right. So uh, then I'm like, oh, my God, he went outside. So I'm outside. I'm running around. I'm calling his name. I can't find him. My neighbor comes out. I'm, we're freaking out. He helps me look in my house. We can't find him. And then we're standing in the middle of my living room, my neighbor Dennis and I, and we're just like perplexed and I'm so freaked out. And all of a sudden I hear, (laughs) and he, my little 10 year old pops his head out from underneath a chair. 10 months old. 10 months old. Yeah. What'd I say? Years. Oh God. No. But hell, you guys were still there when he was 10 (laughs) years old. (laughs) He was 10 months old. And it was like this little chair that I had got from my grandma when she passed away and it had like a skirt around the bottom. It was like her little vanity chair. That little bastard. He was under that little thing and he popped right out and he was so cute and he had no idea what he caused. And I was so happy to see him. For real, thank God. Yes. That it's always funny though. I've been on that I've been on his end before. Which was that I got lost and I didn't know I was lost. Right. And like he's just hanging out. Ooh, look at this new world. I have these. Uh, I have walls. Look, I found a new room, Mom. You thought we had a studio. Look at this place. Right. But I did that with my friend Ben when we were eight, nine. We went to this. It was a department store called Ames. Does not exist anymore. Mm. It was in New York. Because of you. Just kidding. <laughs> because of you. And we were in this. It was like a department store. And his mom wanted to go do something. Don't move, guys. I'll be right back. Two aisles down was like the first iterations of flat screen TVs, like those big suckers. Oh, let's go. And neither of us had cable at home. 
his mom was like a hippy dippy do not watch TV and my parents would waffle between we're too poor and we're hippy dippy. Mm-hmm. Depending on the day, they'd give you a reason why we were not allowed to have television. Yeah. Staring at the TV and then you forget and then you wander and the next thing we knew we were being paged on the on the system. Jonah, Ben, please meet your mother at the front of the store. And like, oh, I guess it I guess it's time to go. But when we got up there, we all of a sudden saw all these flashing lights from the front. Four police cars. These cops were like... They called the cops before they used the PA? His mom called the cops. She was so scared (laughs) that someone took us. She didn't even bother looking through the whole store. We didn't hear our names being called. The only time we heard it was when we were casually paged and we casually showed up and saw all these cops. I'm like, oh, God, there those little idiots are. Yeah. And then she took us out for Chinese food. I don't know if it was because she felt bad or she wanted to celebrate that we weren't dead. Well, it's it's a really interesting feeling to be that scared mm-hmm. and be so mad at someone you're so happy to see. <laughs> like I hate you, I love you, I hate you, I love you, I want to kill you, I want to hug like you. Like, I only am this mad because I love you that much. I couldn't get this mad about someone I didn't care about. I'll, uh, yeah, take this as a compliment, the yeah. way I'm shaking right now. <laughs> it's, it's a really frightening thing th- to think that so, you can't find your kid. Sometimes I'm worried that everything that I've, like every pickle I've been in has ended happily. Because like I have so much confidence that everything's going to end fine no matter mm-hmm. what. And then that makes me worried that I'll put myself in situations just being like, oh, don't worry. It's everything has worked out before. Because that worked out, but that was fine. But then I, I lost myself in Paris when my parents took us when we were teenagers. We went, we were like 14 years old and it was like our last hurrah as a family vacation. So they, I found this out later, they more took out a second mortgage on the house. Oh my God, Jonah. So and they, then you ruined it. So no, they just could kidding. take us on a six-week vacation in Aww. Europe to show us culture. And they also knew we were heading into high school. This is the last time we wanted to spend that much amount of time with our parents for the rest of ever. They're like... Y- our boss walked by. Oh, hey, had, hey, buddy. Had to wave to the big boss. Sorry. Back to our regular regular. Was it John or program. Scott? It was John. Oh, hey, John. Um, Yeah, so- who knows what I was saying? Well, right. So uh, second mortgage on the house, mm-hmm. took it so we can afford to take. We did Eurail passes. That meant we took trains from country to country. It was real fun. But we went to Paris, and we were in the Paris underground, like their subway. Uh-huh. And I got lost. I was 14, and we were all stopping. There was a vending machine, and that was when you remember, Fanta just came out. It was like hmm. the craze. Oh, boy. Is did- Fanta that new? Yeah, 15 years. I always thought Fanta was like from the 30s. It, well, maybe this was just their new push because this was 2001. No, I mean, I have no idea this because I've right never be- done any Fanta research. All I know is that this was before September 11th because they let me fly with a three inch pocket knife on the way home from Spain. And then three <laughs> months later, that happened. And everything oh, my changed. God. And so Fanta, yes. I wanted to get a, a Fanta. So I stopped in this. Uh, and it was also the time where those new suction vending machines like you could put in your number and then that like vacuum tube came out and like like the elephant trunk and sucked up the so i get the drink for some reason i pressed the wrong button it's all in french so it comes out it's grapefruit instead of the orange that i wanted i'm mad at that and i look up and everyone's just gone like we were in an underground train station in the tunnel and i look left and i look right and my parents and my sister just weren't there like, they must have walked out off oh without me. Oh, my God. Me. So I run down, and I find the first turn. I turn left, and I look down that hallway. 
They're not there. Like, oh, God. So then I turn around. I'm so freaked out. I throw out the soda. Like, I can't. Oh, my God. You must have been this scared. Is, this is weighing me down. I can't even handle this right now. I, <laughs> I t- need more aerodynamic speed. It was kind of like, you know how you turn down the volume in your car if you're looking for, like, yes. the right address yes. so you can think clearer? I do know that. So I can't have something in my hand. <laughs> I go down the other hallway, and I don't see them. So I'm like, okay, they must have left. So I went out the exit that you can't return from, and I go up and outside, and I look around. And they're still not there. And like I, that was like the highest panic I've had to that point in my life because I was in a foreign country. I didn't speak French. I had no money. We didn't. Mm-hmm. Ha- it was before cell phones were a thing. Mm-hmm. We didn't have cell phones. I'm like oh, they're back in the in the subway. I had to go back. And I don't know if you've been to New York or anywhere that has a subway system, but other than the turnstiles, there's usually a door that can be opened at the control of the person working at the desk. So if you have big packages that you're holding, you swipe mm. your card in front of them, and then they buzz you in through that door so you can just walk through it. And I, I had to sneak my way back in, so I waited for someone to get buzzed in, and I snuck in behind them and basically turnstile hopped to get back into the subway to mm. try to find my parents. And then the first corner I turned, I saw my mom, and I said, oh, Oh, boy. Did they even know you were gone? They were looking for me too, but ah, the, see, that's the, why you got to stay in one place. You got to have a plan. That's, I guess, that's what panic is because every time, right, you hear the Boy Scouts or something saying, "If you get lost, don't move." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Hell no, I need to find them." But the first thing my parents said weren't, "Oh my god, so glad you're okay." It was, "Where's your soda?" Ah. I threw it out. Why? Like, what the hell do you mean? This is the- they were trying not to freak you out, probably because it felt like I was like, oh, this this is the problem. Dad wanted to share my Fanta. He didn't care that his son was about to get trafficked out of Paris. Can we take a Fanta sidetrack for a minute? Mm-hmm. Because I looked it up and like I am intrigued by this. So how old is it? Um, well, I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> I'm already intrigued. Just guess how many flavors they have. Take um, a guess. Well, based on the Fanta women in the commercials, I would say between four and six. One hundred. <laughs> There are more what? than 100 flavors worldwide. Are there even 100 colors? <laughs> I guess if you mix some of them. Damn. Yeah. Here, Fanta originated as a Coca-Cola substitute during the American trade embargo of Nazi Germany. Okay, so it's a little bit older than 2001. I take that part back. I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's fine that you were wrong about it, but this First is so fascinating. Yeah, good thing we've recorded it so everyone... There's proof that Jonah was wrong once. It'll never happen again. I am really interested in finding out exactly so what, what some mean, of these though? flavors are. I mean, Coca-Cola is American. How is that an embargo against Hitler? I guess because it's from Germany. So, like, Fanta we weren't is. sending them. I oh, guess so we it's weren't. European. Okay, okay. So I don't maybe know. I gotta read more to figure may, it out. Maybe that's why I thought it was new because I had never heard of it in America, and I went over to Europe, and Fanta was everywhere. So when Europe couldn't oh, get Coca Cola, okay. they made Fanta, and then I came, and I, I was like Columbus. I came in two thousand one and said, "I discovered Fanta, everybody." <laughs> no, this has been going on for decades. Uh, 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 uh-uh. I just discovered it. It's mine. Wait, what does this say? Okay, okay. I really want to find some of these hundred flavors. I mean, I guess you can go weird. You can go like pina colada, I think is yeah, one. Yeah, I'm wondering lemon, if that's the case. Lemon, lime, watermelon. I knew someone one time. Do you remember Lyman? Do you remember? No. Like, it was like a, I don't remember. Maybe it was for Sprite or 7-Up or something. And they, it was a lemon-lime soda. And so they showed half a lemon and half a lime together as though it was one fruit. And a I, lime I knew this guy who thought that that was a real fruit. So, and it's not. 
So there is grape Fanta, orange Fanta, pineapple, strawberry, lemon, peach, green apple, raspberry, fruit punch, shakota. What's that? Shokata? It's blue. Is that a chocolate? Oh, ew. Sour watermelon, tropical, strawberry, kiwi, exotic, cream soda, tangerine, mango, and passion fruit, melon, wild berry, sweet I get lemon, it. calypso, citrus, black currant. What? Pear, lychee. No, pear? <laughs> I've never heard of pear soda. Elderflower. No. Pineapple lime, red cream. I don't know. Or want to know what that means. Root beer Fanta, banana Fanta. I, that's just fun to say, though. Can I have a banana Fanta, please? <laughs> I ran on Fanta and Magnum ice cream bars when I, we did our Europe trip. Oh, my God. Magnum ice cream bars are so good. Did you get the dark, dark chocolate, dark chocolate coated vanilla? I was 13. Milk chocolate all the way. I did not have an advanced palate. Oh, man. Dark chocolate. Here's the worst flavor name. Tender coconut Fanta. Excuse me, sir. How tender are... I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts, but They're how, tender. How, how exactly tender are those things? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. And finally, plum and then cantaloupe Fanta. Plum. Ew. Yeah, where, you know what? I don't like cantaloupe. Oh, oh my... Really? Mm-hmm. Fresh cantaloupe? Like nope. the ripe cantaloupe, the orange? It always tastes rotten to me. Oh. Cantaloupe always tastes like it's past its prime. My father is a fruit connoisseur he mm. he's like the only person who constantly has a supply of plums during the summer really? at the house hey you got and pluots have you ever had a pluot yes a plum and apricot hybrid but he also is a, he has he has smelled more cantaloupes than possibly anyone i've ever known like if you see him in a grocery store between the months of may and august mm-hmm. he has a cantaloupe pressed to his face really they're so Good. My mom likes them. I don't like them. I like honeydew melon and I like crane melon. See, when honeydew is ripe, I'm all I'm about that oh, too. Oh yeah. But whenever you have them in fruit salads, they're just like they decided to cut up the rinds instead mm-hmm. of the real stuff. Like actual ripe honeydew melon in cottage cheese is really good. That was a that was an, a, a, a very acquired taste for me. Cottage cheese. Mm, I used to like it a lot more than I do now. So this is a Mother's Day episode. Not a fruit episode. Just circling back. <laughs> and you, I mean, of course I'm close to my mother, but I spend more time, we probably spend more time together than, I mean, not probably, for sure, I spend more time with you than anybody in my life. No joke. I spend more time with you than with my boyfriend, my mom, <laughs> my son. Like, that, no, I'm not joking. So. Good thing <clears> you're <throat> awesome. It would suck if you sucked. <laughs> that is all to say, <laughs> thank you, I feel similarly, that we I mean, I know, I, I know that you're a mom, but I still don't, I guess, really think of you in that way because I, n- I didn't meet you in that context. Right. But, and I know that you, you're, you were very happy with the, the one that you had and you're like, one and done. I'm mm-hmm. out of here. But that, I don't think that means that you didn't enjoy being a mother. Right. What, what? I honestly, part of the reason that I only had one kid, part of it was because I was single mm-hmm. and I just wasn't like, yeah, let's add another one to this mix. But also... I liked my kids so much that I was afraid I wouldn't like the next one as much. Like People say that you find the room in your heart, but you didn't believe it was possible. No, I didn't because I'd be like, you suck compared to your awesome brother who's the best kid in the world. Well, I mean, the, the, I have seen that in movies. That would not be good. Although no, they could... I wouldn't really do it either, but that was how I felt in my heart. And you... now that my kid's older and I'm not going to have any more kids and there's no, like, I'm... I'm certainly done with that. Um, I feel like I can say it now. I'm just saying you could have 
you could have produced the next great artist with that kind of emotional abuse. You, you may <laughs> you may have missed the boat on that one. How do I make sure to to give them enough trauma so that they have creativity and a sense of humor, but without ruining them or making or isn't, not giving them enough so that they're too privileged? Isn't that a fine line, though? You don't want to be boring. Yep, everything's great. I have nothing to worry about and nothing to talk about. Right. My mom was perfect. What's a joke? Uh, but what I wanted to ask you, because I, I don't, think of you that way often but i am now reminded of course on mother's day that you are what what do you think now like everything adds to your life in different ways but Mm -hmm. do do you feel like anything from motherhood added to a lasting effect is shaping you as the person you are today it completely derailed the path i was on and made me the person i am today Mm. like that kid i think saved my life really yes in what way well i had him when i was really young and I was, um, I was 16 and I was like, not, I don't really know how to say it. It's not that I wasn't a happy person because I think innately I am a pretty happy person. I would agree with that. But I was pretty lost. Okay. And, and then I had this kid and everything made sense and I was super happy to my core and even though being a very young single mom is very difficult it was it was the greatest time in my life like it was so wonderful to have this little perfect person who made my life happy like everything he did was so great he has a heart of gold he's a nice person he's super funny he's super smart and you did give him enough trauma then. He does have a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, but not too much. I didn't give him too much trauma, I hope. Just Although, the right amount. Like, honestly, this is, I, I get emotional talking about it because as a mom, you always look back and no matter how great a mom you were, I think all moms look back with the knowledge and the experience of a lifetime and think I could have done that better. I wish I had provided this for my child. I wish I had I wish I had the wherewithal at the time yeah. to do this or that. So even even now I still randomly like have regrets about oh man, about not being good enough for him. Well I I know if he was here I I'm one hundred percent confident that he would try as hard as he could to convince you to not feel that way. I know. I mean, you talk about how wonderful he is, and I will agree, because even I know we had a you had a conversation with him the other day, and he, he you said that he knew you so well that he called you back later and said, hey, I know you might you <laughs> yeah. might be worrying about me based on what we talked about For earlier. Real. I'm fine. Yeah. I just want to let you know that. So, I mean, you think about the emotional intelligence you imparted on him. I mean, there's so many things that cannot be taught with words. They can be taught with actions, mm-hmm. and I think those are the deepest and most meaningful things. So if he's coming away with that kind of empathy. Yeah, he's now, a good guy. When he's older, I mean, moms can also moms can get annoying. My mom knows that. I <laughs> worry about that. I'm like, I know that I'm annoying to my kid and I don't want to be. But I'm saying with with all that, he's still jumping in and, and attending to things that you might think could be annoying. I think that's a, I mean, that's a wonderful sign. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> we were talking about that when we saw my parents this weekend because Amanda was there and she was remarking on how little of a filter I have with my sister. I have a twin sister mm. and there's no sugarcoating anything. And something came up where I was, I just, I said something that if I said it to anybody else, it would be rude bordering on fighting words. Mm. But it was just the closest point 
the, the closest distance between two points is a straight line. So I'm right. like, I just get to it. My mom said, oh, yeah, they've always been like that. And I asked her, I said, well, do you want me to cut out every filter with you? And she said, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. She's like, I yeah. think I know what that would sound like, and I think we're at a good point. But even with my mom, who she knows can be uh, silly, and certain things she does gets on our nerves, but it's always from a place of positivity, which we almost can't get mad at. Like, my right. sister and I hate when she gets overly happy. Like, who the... F- I understand that, though. Who the hell are we to be like, Mom, stop enjoying your life so thoroughly for so often amount of times. Like, her favorite thing to do is to curl up with a good book. And that's mm-hmm. the word she uses, except she smiles when she says it. Mm-hmm. So you can just hear it in her voice, how she loves to curl up. And it makes me want to gag. Yeah. But she's also teaching me about the importances of simple pleasure. So it's like, what? The, who the hell am I? It's really weird because there is some sort, like, I feel they're very similar. Um, Jonah, your mom and my mom mm-hmm. have kind of the same lust for life and the same appreciative. And unfortunately, lust is the perfect word because sometimes it can border on, like, inappropriate the responses to random things like, that's- oh, this ice cream is so good. Oh, my God. That's exactly <laughs> what I was saying because I have had to talk to my mom. My like, she's always trying to get us to like rubber shoulders or something. And my brother and I had to talk to her and we'll be like, we're not going to do it unless you stop making those noises. Yeah, you're giving you're her, her mother. Her mom is, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Mom, shut up. Oh, turn those lights off. Shut up, mother. <laughs> And on that note, happy Mother's happy Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. There's nothing to say back to that other than thank you. <laughs> I know. Which what is fair. That falls flat, but there's no there's no other way around Aww, it. Aw, thanks, Jonah. We're a, I think you're a mother, too. <laughs> you can keep up every weekday, 5 to 9 on 106.5 The Arch, 106.5thearch.com. And then every Friday, we use these um, homemade cocktails. And, well, I have my, uh, my steak. My stay cold coffee mug, and you have your high school water bottle the way you used to drink before prom. Yep. But either way, Friday brunch every Friday. And once again, 1065thearts.com. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Cheers. That was really, that was anticlimactic. You can try again, but it's not going to sound any okay. better. Okay. Cheers. Oh, it's, so, it's so unsatisfying. We'll work on it. Okay.